You're listening to the Manfulness Podcast, episode number 20. So it's really funny because I actually wanted to record this particular podcast um, for a really, really long time. And, you know, I was just, I was just going to get around to doing it and um, it just didn't really feel like the right time. And, um, you know, this week we learned about the sudden death of Kobe Bryant um, and his daughter in a helicopter accident. And it really just bought the reason for me doing this podcast uh, or talking about this topic back. And, um, and today I really wanted to talk about, you know, what would be some of the life lessons or what would be some of the advice that I'd want to pass on to my kids. And I think watching the whole Kobe Bryant um, tragedy roll out, it just really made me, um, you know, really feel how precious uh, life can really be. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Kobe Bryant in, in, in the terms of I didn't follow basketball or anything like that. I think he's an ex- exceptional athlete and from what I could see, a, a huge inspiration. And I guess what really touched me more about his death was, you know, that he did pass away with his daughter and from what I could see, he looked like he was a real family man and loved being a dad and, and loved having loved having four daughters. And I And it just made me think about, you know, some of those things, you know, that that we sometimes don't want to think about, which is what would happen if I would pass away and how would my kids be and would they know who I am and um, what would I want to say to them if uh, I knew that my end was coming to near. So I had this idea to do this podcast, uh, you know, last year sometime um, while also feeling the, you know, the, the reality that we are all going to die one day and, again, you forget. You know, you you get on with life. You have these realizations, like we will. You know, with with Kobe's death. You know, eventually we'll heal. Um, you know, we'll forget, and maybe that's the blessing. Because if we always walk around morbid and upset and sad and about these tragedies, you know, we probably, uh, you know, life would be unbearable. So I think it's a blessing sometimes that we do forget. But um, you know, while while. While it's a reality at the moment, I, I thought it would be a you know no better time to to talk about what would be those life lessons and what would be the advice that I would give my boys. Um, I have two young boys. If you don't know, they're both four and two, so they're very young. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm their world at the moment, um, and I have this presumption that I will be here for them forever. But you know, tomorrow's never promised. So as much as I am hoping, I will be there. Um, the whole way through, um, it's not guaranteed. So, um, I, and we live in this beautiful age where we can record, we can video ourselves, you know, we can capture so many memories and we can, you know, still see the people that we love in so many different formats. And I thought, what better way than through a podcast to, just to share my thoughts. And so this podcast is really dedicated to my kids, to my boys, and maybe one day they'll click on this in the near future and, you know, maybe get something out of it. Or maybe they'll learn a little bit about their dad, which they didn't know about or they were too young to understand. And so I just wanted to go through some of the life lessons that I would want to pass on to them. So here we go. Number one, to my boys, my advice to you would be to, in life, um, this is what I've come to realize, try to look for understanding with all people. You don't always have to agree with them. 
but look to understand them. In, in, in my life, I have, you know, I've come up across people which I don't agree with their philosophy on life. I don't agree with their beliefs. I don't believe with how they portray themselves or how they do a whole bunch of things. But if I can take a moment to stop and really feel what it would be like to be them and live and walk a day in their shoes, so to speak, and to understand the experiences that they've gone through, if I can get myself to that level, I believe that you can understand why anybody does what they do. Like I think you can even understand why a murderer would even do that. doesn't mean I agree with their actions. doesn't mean I agree with murder or rape or abuse or any of the of the terrible things that we can do but I can I can understand and I think you know to my boys I I I want you to it's natural for us to judge people but if you're going to judge people take a moment to sit back and just see if you can understand them it it will go a long way in developing compassion for you for yourself and for the world number 2 my lesson to you is no one knows what's right for you. Um, the only person that knows what's right for you is you. Now, my caveat to that is in order for you to know what's right for you, you need to know who you are. And while you're working out who you are, there's people around you who love you, who are giving you advice on what they think. So my advice to you in this respect is to always take a moment to ask yourself, is this true for me? Um, I spend a lot of my time in life listening to other people, following other people's advice, following other people's belief, because I thought that's what they wanted me to do, or I thought that's what I needed to become. And it wasn't after till a lot of pain and suffering and a lot of money spent that I realize the only person that truly knows who's what's right for you is you and that me that's me included okay that's me included sometimes your father doesn't always know what's right for you but I want you to know that he does it from a place of love um but I'm human as well so sometimes I get that wrong and sometimes it might not come across as being loving but it's it, it's it's with good intentions. I just want you to know that at the end of the day, and if I'm no longer here, and and you're when you're a grown man, there'll be a lot of people telling you what to do. There'll be a lot of telling you people telling you what they think you should do. And I'm not saying don't listen to them, but what I am saying to you is that you should take a moment, take a deep breath, and really settle into what you feel is right for you. But as I said, you need to dedicate your life to finding out who you really are. And that means understanding the way that you are. So understanding your own beliefs and your own thoughts and your, mo- your your own experiences so that you can get to a truer self of you. And when you do that, that true voice will end up coming through. So that's my number two advice for you. Number three is to always find compassion. Um, and I guess that leads on from number one. Because if we cannot judge and we can understand people, then we can find compassion. And I've already spoke, taught you boys already, you know, as, as in your young ages, that you know you don't have to always be right, or you can't don't always look to be right, but you can always look to be kind. And it doesn't always mean that the people that we're dealing with are doing the right things, 
but we can always try and find compassion and kindness and love. And I know you might have experiences in your life where that seems like the hardest thing you can possibly do or the furthest thing that you that you want to do. But again, I, will, I, I would love to teach you and I would love for you to know that if you can find it within yourself to be compassionate and to live from a place of compassion and forgiveness, then you leave yourself free. This is not for the person necessarily. This is not for the person that may have hurt you. This is not for the person that may have done you wrong. This is for you to be free of the burden of carrying anger. Um, your father was very angry for many, many years, and he carried the wounds with him everywhere he went. And because I was wounded, I then put that anger and that hurt onto other people and then just continues the cycle. So my, my invitation for you is to see where you can be compassionate. And that compassion extends to yourself because there'll be things that you'll do in life that you'll be upset about. There'll be mistakes that you will make. There'll be things that you'll do that you might not be proud of. And I want you to find it within yourself to offer that compassion back to yourself. Number four, number four life lesson from your dad. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is an option. And in my life, I have really seen that we have a society that tries to avoid pain at all costs. We shouldn't be pain. We shouldn't have pain. We shouldn't have pain. But pain is a normal part of life, and it actually helps us grow and actually becomes better people. The suffering is 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 the option, as I said. And suffering means when you become a victim of what's happened to you, when you feel like you're the only one that's ever suffered, when you feel like you're the only one that's going through this terrible time or that the world has got it out for you. And that's where you suffer. So I want you to know that life can be painful and there'll be painful moments in your life, but how you choose to show up and how you choose to view it will make all the difference. Um, suffering is something that humans love to dwell in and there'll be people around you that will suffer and will want to suffer. And I also want you to know that you can't stop other people from staying in their suffering. So maybe you might end up being like your father who was a big rescuer and every time he saw someone suffering would run right in there to rescue them or try to save them. And in the process, I stopped them from feeling the pain of whatever they were going through. And the pain is really what helps us as human beings look for something better and become something better. So the other side of that advice is to not save other people from their suffering, to understand their pain, to understand your own pain, and to not dwell in your own suffering. I want you to know that your heart's going to be broken you're going you're gonna to be disappointed maybe with me and your mother at some point or with other people in your life. And these pains are inevitable. But if you create a story around it and make it a big deal about it or if you, you know, carry this burden, then you will suffer from it. And the suffering part, like I said, is your own fault. So that's my advice to you. Um. Be who you want to be is my next lesson. Be who you want to be, but don't expect everyone to accept who you want to be. 
that is not part of the equation. So you have every right to be who you want to be, to dress how you want to dress, to act how you want to dress, to choose whatever path you want to go down. But you can't also expect everyone to be on board and to validate and to accept what you choose. And that's that's the big part of it. And I think what I've seen and what I did for a lot of my life is I wasn't prepared to follow my path if it didn't mean everyone wasn't accepting of my path. And because of that, I lost myself and ended up doing a bunch of things that I didn't want to do. So if you're going to go out there and be the person that you are, and you should go out there and be that person and be who you want to be, but don't come across and have the expectation that everyone's going to be like, yes, this is what you should do and we accept it. Awesome if they do. Awesome if everyone's on board with what you do, but don't expect that to be part of the plan. My next bit of advice for you is to do the things that other people are too lazy to do. My life was enriched so much because I was willing to put the hard work in. I was willing to do the things other people weren't willing to do. There was a number of times that I did odd jobs and I remember one thing, I was I used to work at the church and I used to um, get in there and do tiling and gardening and a whole bunch of odd jobs that really in the moment didn't mean anything and it didn't mean that I, was, it was gonna lead, I wasn't going to become a gardener or a tiler or a labourer. I had no ambition to do that. But I, I, I would always find myself doing these hard yards and doing the work because no one else wanted to do it. I remember working in retail at Roger David, which was a clothing store, and my first task was to fold all the clothes in the back room and to make them really neat. And you know what? I did a perfect job of it. I took pride in it. I was in the back with dust, and I was sneezing, and I was coughing, and it was an absolute mess. It took me all day to fold 100 pieces of clothing. But from that, people were watching. People watched me when they saw that work that I was doing, when they saw me not being lazy and taking pride in the small things. And that really helped me in my career and in my development. And it's how I found a lot of my mentors because of that, because they saw inside of me that I was willing to do the work. And now me as a coach and even me as your father, I I, I look for those things. I look for people that are willing to do the work, that are willing to put in the hard yards and not get that gratification instantly. But all those hard things that I did, once people saw that that was the work that I was doing, they, they brought me in, they showed me more, they wanted to teach me more. And eventually at these retail stores, I became the number one salesperson. Um, I became the number one employee at these companies, but I started very humbly in, in, the, in the beginning and willing to do the hard work. My next bit for you is to read as many books as you can. And we read a variety of books. Um, Reading has been the best thing that I've ever done. It's the cheapest thing you'll ever do. And there's no excuse for you not to do it and to make time for reading books. And you can read whatever you want. You can read about fantasy. You can read about fiction. You can read about, you know, anything on education, on whatever you like. But read. Get into the habit of reading. Because all the knowledge that you can find in the world is at a library. And in my day and era now, we're listening to books. So we have Audible. So listen to as many books as you need to. But establish a habit of reading. It's been the biggest thing that has moved me forward and has created me as a man today. Next, travel to the places of the people you do not like. 
I hope that makes sense. So it's natural for us to judge. It's natural for us to be a little bit racist of different countries, a bit judgmental of different nationalities and cultures. And I want you to know that if you feel judgmental towards a particular religion or country or type of people, I want you to book a flight and I want you to go to where they live because that's the only way you're going to really truly understand these people. And every time I have done that, I have come back with a deeper appreciation for those people and a, and a deeper understanding of them and their culture. And it will make you just an awesome human being overall. Next, I want you to do is I want you to experience what it's like to be poor. You've been very blessed to be in a beautiful country of Australia where you have everything. Your mum and dad provide as much as we can for you. Um, you've always had food on the table. You've always had shelter. But in your life, I want you to experience what it's like to be poor and to live in poverty. When I was in my teens, I traveled to a country called Kiribati in the Pacific Island, Pacific Ocean. And the people there lived very simply. And I saw something there which changed me forever. And I saw how happy they were. And I want you to know that no matter all the material possessions you think you can obtain, nothing will give you the happiness of the simple things in life, of just having food on the table, of having shelter, of having friends and family, about having good company, about having clean running water. So these are the things I want you to experience not having so that you can appreciate that you've had them almost every single day of your life. And in the same token, I want you to experience hunger, which is my next bit of advice. There's never been a day you haven't had food and I want you to experience what it's like to be hungry because it teaches you a lot. It teaches you about how much you really need, about how strong your mind can be, about how grateful and how privileged you are to have food every single day and that this earth, this community, this society provides that for you. And there's many countries in the world and there's many places in the world where they don't have that and hunger is a regular part of life. So I want you to see if you can spend, you know, a long period of time being hungry. Um, your dad fasts most most days and, uh, in, and, and about to do some longer 24 and 48-hour fasts as well. Again, just to learn what it is like to, to be hungry and to be hungry for an extended period of time. And my final bit of advice for you, my boys, are that you will have your heart broken one day some girl or guy, whatever your, you know, your turn towards might hurt you. But I want you to know that your heart will mend and I want you to know that every time that you go through these heartbreaks that you will get stronger and you will be able to clarify more and more what it is that you want in life. So even though at the time it will hurt and even though at the time you'll think your world's ending and even though at the time you'll think that you'll never find anybody else, that anybody better, Trust me, there is always something better coming along. Always, always, always. So keep the faith. Love the people that you're around. Keep a really good circle of friends. Sometimes you might not have many friends, but you might just have a few. Just know which are the good ones. And know that things will always get better in time. So that's my advice for you. Um... Who knows when you'll hear that? Who knows when you may listen to this? 
Um, but above all of these lessons, I just want you to know that your father loves you very much. <laughs> and I've lo I love watching you grow and become the boys that you are and the men that you will be eventually. I'm honored to be your father. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a privilege to be your father. Um, you've taught me so much so far in your young ages about being patient, about being kind and loving and affectionate. So these are the things that you've taught me and that have made me a better person. And, um, I, yeah, I love you so much. And um, I look forward to our life together however long or however short they may be.